0: One
1: single simulcast,
2: single simulcast episode 251. Uh, Fat Man's here, Shantae's here. We're joined by the one, the only. Uh, are you still like you used to have a name? It, it wasn't Scarfinger, it was uh, damn, this was old school
3: the derail lord
2: yeah that
3: no but you took that you took that title from and from when, when when you burst on the scene you pretty much took that away because you derail quite often nigga you derailed yourself when you were doing the show by yourself in the early days
2: I fight for the right to party we do what we like and we like what we do
3: yeah you took, you took that title it ain't
2: mine no more it used to be tell them something about yourself Tell them about the shows you're doing. I have questions, but the floor is yours.
3: I, um... My name is Scarfinger I am currently a part of three podcasts um, My podcast, which is Scarcasm Live, which is not necessarily live But I couldn't get Scarcasm Because somebody already had it So I just put live on it um, And that, that is my podcast on my website geeksconrad.com. I am one third of the Dream Team Of course, mm. if, if, you're, if you're here You should know that um, And I am um, One half of Facetious with the homie blue uh we we record those live on um hangouts and you know broadcasting to youtube and then uh there's a feed that you can get on open forum radio
4: yeah
2: i i always see uh like your shared posts about uh not live but i never see anything about facetious so I, I only post I minutes.
3: only post I only post facetious because it's blue show. So I just you know it's blue show. Nigga, you've um, been on
2: every episode.
3: Yeah, but see here's the problem. He started it before me, and then he realized that he wanted to get rid of Provier Point and wanted to just do Facetious. And he was just like, I don't know if I really want to do a show by myself. And then I was like, Well, I'll do it. Like and that's pretty much how it happens. It just like nigga, I'll do it. Um but it's blue show. I only really share um, when the shows go live um, Mondays at seven Eastern. Um, I usually just do one share there. Um, and, but there's also a, a tab on the Geese Gone Raw website where you can get the actual. Uh, there's a there's a YouTube playlist on one of the tabs on GeeseGoneRaw.com, and it, and it has all of the episodes. Um, and you know, I, I really I really enjoy facetious one because it's short. Um, you know it's it's only an hour, maybe a little bit over. Um, and I just I just show up and I do my thing and it's just like everything else where I'm you know I'm pretty good at this, so I don't really need to prepare. I just show up, I do shit I, I, I fuck shit up and then I go away.
2: I'm childish. so when people say I do shit, I think I do shit and then I laugh.
3: Well, sometimes you gotta do it.
2: <sighs> also not only do shit and do shit, but when people say, let's be honest, for some reason, I think of another country where, uh, everybody is a lesbian and it's called let honest.
3: Yeah. You know something I, you know, on the same kind of level, when someone says they're keeping it 100, I automatically assume they're lying. Why? I, I just—it's something about keeping it one hundred. Is I always assume that they're lying.
2: What if it's, I, I don't know one hundred
3: and three? Then that means you're more of a liar. Like I never, <laughs> believe, I never, I don't, I never believe people that say they keep it one hundred. I never believe them at all.
2: But keeping it one hundred, dog, it's the honest way to talk. That's how you no, that you from the hood.
3: Nah, no, no, N- nigga, I'm honest. I tell the truth.
2: Nigga, you ain't keeping it one
3: hundred right now. No, fuck that shit. I you will never hear me say that I'm keeping it one
2: hundred. You'll keep never hear me say that. You done said you keeping it one hundred at least once. I have, I have never said
3: that shit. Outside of saying that I don't like when people say keep it one hundred, I have never said. I've never said that shit. One hundred, because I automatically <laughs> assume you're lying, and I don't want you to. I don't want you to assume that I'm lying. So I'm never going to say it
2: because of that. I don't assume that you're lying because you're keeping it one hundred. No, sir. Keep it one hundred, Scar. <laughs> no, I'm just honest, Scar. Honestly, you should keep it one hundred. It's better. No, I'm just honest. It's like smoking a Newport King and smoking a Newport Hundred. Hundreds are better. Keep it one hundred, for real, dog. For real. Keep it real. You know, for real, dog. of course,
3: dog. I was really surprised when my um when my um my coworker, who's an older white man, smoked Newports like that really shocked the fuck out of me the first time I was like really? You smoke that Newport? means
2: he's had sex with a black woman. Probably or he wants to <laughs> these are the levels if you smoke the Newport or a cool you have had sex or you want to have sex with a black woman if you smoke shit like American Way <laughs> <laughs> oh those dollar fifty packs of American Way menthols that means you fucked a crackhead
3: no, see, I'm, I'm a, I was slightly above that when I actually smoked cigarettes. I was cheap, so I I smoked Mavericks.
2: I saw them. I saw dudes walking around and pulling cigarette butts out the ashtrays to smoke them, and uh, that was a sad low moment.
3: Yeah, that's that, that's a that's a uh cue the incredible Hulk music, do 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 do, like yeah, you know, like that's like real sad. That's like that level sad.
2: And we're joined by Shantae. always the beloved the incredible, the one, the only the real host of the show if you listen to uh, what everybody's saying, it seems like whenever I have a co-host, I immediately get pushed to, ah, that nigga's just here (laughs) Nisha was on the show for literally two episodes and people was like, can you stay and be the host?
3: I guess you could call her the real host wife Huh? Huh? (laughs)
2: huh? Scar, keep it 100, that was a bad joke
3: <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, I did the huh, huh as a way to to say, yeah, I knew that was stupid, but it, I, you know, I, I've, I've, i felt it, I felt See? it in my soul, so See? I had to let it out. See, it wasn't that hard to keep
2: it one hundred?
3: I'm not keeping it one hundred. You I'm were, you were being
2: completely <laughs> honest right there. One hundred percent. I'm being honest. 100%. No, I'm being honest. I'm not keeping it one hundred. You're being one hundred percent transparent, and we appreciate that.
5: Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Look, okay. Okay, I have a question though. I have a question though for Scar. So, is it basically like, like if you hear somebody say, say like, "Oh, I put that on everything," or no, "I, I s- swear," it like, does it have the same kind of reaction as far oh. as like when they're saying, okay. if, as somebody saying, "Keep it 100," because that's okay. what it sounds like.
3: to me Somebody, as- if somebody say, "I put that on everything," I assume that they could possibly be lying. If somebody say, "I put that on my mama," or "I'll put that on my kids," put that on my kids, then. Yeah, if I say if, if if they say that, then I then I I for some reason I believe them, and if someone <laughs> says on everything I love, then I'm getting the fuck out of the way because somebody is about to get hurt.
2: Yeah, like, that's. <laughs> but niggas only put stuff on something when they about to fuck somebody up. Pretty much, I put it but... on my mama dog. If you don't get the fuck out of my face, <laughs> I swear to God. And if you hear somebody put something on something and then start using gang phrases. In the same <laughs> sentence, just get in the car and leave. Because if they say I put that on everything, I love blood. If you don't get the fuck out of my face, blood, I swear to God, I'm gonna fuck you up. Just, just you no. Know,
3: if uh, if if you hear the phrase on everything, I love. Someone is about to get fucked up. Whether it's the person that said it or the person that they said it to, someone is about to get real fucked up in that moment. So, uh, so either you can do you can do one of two things: you can immediately pull out your phone for this world star moment that's about to occur, <laughs> or you can get the fuck out of there before you are involved in the world star moment. But a world a world star moment is about to happen.
2: Or, or if niggas start clapping. Swear to God, nigga. Fuck me no, because
3: time. I'm from Virginia. That's just how niggas talk. Oh man, <laughs> like that, that's just how niggas talk. Like, especially, especially telling the story about a conquest, bruh. Like that's that's just how you do. Really? Yeah
5: yeah well I mean I can't obviously I can't speak for Virginia but I know there are times when I'm te- obviously I'm not telling a story about a conquest I'm about to but... say, say you got story <laughs> about conquest? no but if I am telling a story or <laughs> somebody is, is out of pocket or something or well, everything I, <laughs> I, suck, I suck the out that niggas, yo like, <laughs>
3: that's, that's how you get down?
5: no but at the same time i have been known to talk with my hands and to clap when i'm like serious trying or excited telling a story
2: hey shanta here's something that you may not know here's something that new listeners may not know but here's something that scar knows because scar's been with me since the very beginning my beloved wife nisha she talks with her hands dog yes her nickname used to be Nux. <laughs> <laughs> and we used to play Nuck if you in the basement when whenever she talked.
3: Whenever she talked, Nuggets fuck.
2: Cause she would talk about, oh yeah, I dropped my kids off to my mom's house and I came back and I fucked her up. And it's like, wait, I'm, wait. Where was <laughs> I? Oh man. Good moments. Were- oh, Shante, did the the, the, the did, did it get there yet?
6: Did what get there?
2: The Starburst.
5: No, it hasn't made it yet.
2: Okay, it said that it shipped uh, two days ago. So. Okay. I'll just. It might be there today.
5: I don't know. Maybe, maybe. is it going to come UPS?
2: Oh, they put it into my mailbox. I don't. I don't, it, I don't know how that works.
5: Okay, no, it's just like if it's UPS, it could come later in the evening. If it comes like just like regular mail, then it didn't come today because that already came. You know, the mail ran, though, yeah. and it wasn't in there. Yeah. Or-
2: Scar her uh, big ass box like it's a box of all red Starbursts,
3: nigga. Let me tell you, what's the best thing ever?
2: Yellow Starbursts. You get
3: the. The, the Starburst minis favorites
2: bag? Yeah, that's what she got. She got the favorites, but it's not the minis, it's just regular size.
3: Nigga, those shits are greatness. I You know what? I I almost ordered some um some um pink Starburst vape juice once. Nigga, I was this close. I was this close. I almost I almost pulled the trigger on it, but no, nah, I just I went ahead and bought some uh, some thug juice and my nigga juice.
2: Thug juice and nigga juice. But mm-hmm. not Starburst juice. Yes, but thug,
3: thug juice is my thug juice is my favorite vape
2: juice. And nigga juice.
3: It's called Monica juice, but you know it's basic. It's it's called my it's it's called Monica juice with a with a K instead of a C, and the picture on it is Denzel Washington from Training Day. So you know what the fuck they were going for.
2: Yeah, my nigga. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: But yeah, that shit is great. It's like it's like great. It's like a great punch with menthol.
2: <clears throat> I feel like I wouldn't like that. Um, at gmail.com is the email address. Uh com is still the movement. Uh 916-572-9016 is the voicemail number. Uh, you could pay us at uh, paypal.me backslash single simulcast that's the word that I mess up on and I pause backslash I have to make sure that I say it right backslash
3: you know there used to be this thing on um, uh, in the early days of like the Xbox team and Major Nelson and all of that kind of shit all of the people at Microsoft used to just say whack instead of a backslash and it was corny as fuck, but they all used to say it.
2: They say what?
3: Whack. Instead of a backslash, they say whack. Why would they say whack? What the fuck does that mean?
2: Like, a whack. Like a, a chop. Like, a, a slash. Oh. I can see people saying slash, but not whack. That's just... They're all white people, aren't they? Yes. They were. <laughs>
5: just trying yeah, try, Trying to make something sound cooler than what it really needs to be.
2: Yeah. Um... Oh, and our Patreon is patreon.com backslash single simulcast. Um, you
3: should have said whack just man. You fucked that up. I can't.
2: <laughs> I really can't wrap my mind around doing that stuff. I can't. You know what I did do recently though? I discovered the greatness that was, uh, the fuck is her name? Selena Gomez's uh, Bad Liar song. I played it on the last show too, but, um, that song is just so perky and so catchy. It just, it's, it's like, uh, since you've been gone is to most black folks is bad liar to me okay and um, I, I,
3: have, I have no idea about what you're talking about at all
2: it's a song and it's a good song uh, but then I accidentally watched the video because I was trying to download it so that I could play it on the show and I saw this Selena Gomez it still looks like she's like nine years old yeah
3: and you know what I had a, that's that's part of the reason why I had a problem watching um, uh, House of Cards because the re, the reporter that he was fucking looked like she was twelve. Yeah, she was like, she, yeah. I just couldn't. I just couldn't. It, it just it, it it was so. I I guess Jay would say pedophilic. Um, yeah, I just couldn't. Like, I just couldn't. And and I know that shit happens later, and th- you know that. Goes away, but I just couldn't. I, I I don't like it. I could. I couldn't. I couldn't keep watching House of Cards.
2: Y'all ready for this?
3: na 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 nah, nah, nah. sorry that was that was that was just a it was, just a, <laughs> it was that
0: song?
3: <laughs> like that was just a, uh, a that was just a reaction I'm sorry like I went I went I went straight there immediately and that's okay fine I'll go in. there's a
2: there's a woman singing on that song I didn't know that really yeah like if you listen to the whole thing, there's a woman who's just m- making noises, like kind
3: of like kind of like the um, the the theme song, the angel. Um, if you listen to the real song, you notice that there is a woman singing behind it, but you don't hear it when you're watching it on TV. Or
2: you know any Nicki Minaj song where she has her singing it just sounds like gibberish to me as I scramble to find the next station to switch to but that's just me um but you know what? That I, you know
3: I will say. There's only one. There's only one song that I that I fuck with. That she actually is singing. Sorry. That uh, that that moment for life joint. It's and that's a hot ass song. I don't care what nobody say. I don't even fuck with niggas like that. Like that. That ain't my kind of music. But that moment for life song is the shit, and she's singing a little bit on that.
2: You know what? Wallace on my mind. Uh, fuck Rob Kardashian too.
3: Yeah, fuck All the right. fuck out of that. <laughs> right. Okay, so here's the thing. I I. I understand.
2: I've been there. Cheated on. Humans. But not the revenge yeah, yeah, porn yeah. aspect.
3: Yeah, no no, I mean I didn't do revenge porn, but I kind of put a little bit too much out on Twitter. You did. You were bad. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I, mean, like, I was like, I was like I was a, like, you I was a hurt you hurt nigga. full on
2: wanna be thug on that shit
3: and I was a hurt nigga and hurt nigga did hurt, hurt nigga things so I mean I didn't know how to handle my emotions after finding out that I that I was being cheated on like I didn't know how to handle that I, it was something I never expected and um something that I you know I it just it crushed me uh also happy anniversary um I, I just I you know, so Too I know
2: nope. what you want to do that oh <laughs> um, <laughs> do that oh
3: but i yeah i just it it was so i understand where he was coming from like hurt niggas do hurt 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 nigga things but he took it way too fucking far like i mean, he took it way too far like you start putting out naked pictures and shit like that and, and you know like that's that's just it's, it's it's low and it's dirty and it's a it's it's a illegal well, yeah it's illegal except for I guess they said it wasn't.
2: No, no,
3: no. I thought some, I thought there was a I thought there was a lawyer or something that was interviewed and he said it wasn't. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but then again, I mean, he has enough money to get away from this shit anyway. But it's still it, it's still like I know I know how it feels to be hurt in that manner. But you can't go there. Like you can't fucking go there. And like and and this is a this is a clear sign that none of his sisters can fight.
5: Philly. I saw people saying that on on Twitter and everything that you know. Yeah, you know, where's where's his sisters? Oh, no, no, no. Well, you know, his sisters—they can't fight. They ain't gonna fight. It's just like, man, they I all mean, over- they tri- look. I think when you're over thirty, I mean, all of those women are over thirty. Well, yeah, but they got not enough. The two girl, not the two young girls. Two, not Kendall and Kylie. They're not over thirty. But the other three—they're well, over thirty. We need they to
3: call. Fight. We need to call Lamar and get one of Lamar's people to do that shit for
2: like, her look, ain't none of them got enough, they don't have enough hit points they have not leveled <laughs> up enough to be confident to fight a black woman they want the black culture but they don't want them black hands
3: But they have enough money <laughs> to hire a
5: black woman I guess I mean they I mean they do, but I mean, I just don't. that just doesn't seem black, like their,
3: their thing. black men and those black men have families, so there's there there has to be a black woman connected to them some way in some in some way shape or no, form
5: those they don't those women don't even i mean like. Like, while they're connected to black men like like, like via talking- sex and whatever you know whatever they're into it n- doesn't seem I would n- I would not think that just because they're connected to black men that they're connected to black women because they're always it seems they're always taking things from black women right, you know, like they're they're always gotta taking- know, they gotta know the women to take the stuff from yeah I, no not personally. I wouldn't think personally that they know that they can call up, you know, so and so and be like, hey, go b- you know, go bot Shine on the head. <laughs> it ain't like that.
2: What?
3: All they do is fuck black men. You think they never met any of those black men's mamas? They never met any of those black men's
5: family members? But like meeting meeting doesn't mean a you, relationship. It you, doesn't mean you can call somebody and they'll go and they're gonna be like, Yes. No, and it, I will do no, this that's for you. Money comes in. That's not like it's not
3: like I'm just asking you to do this thing for me. Like, no, I'm gonna put money in hand. You know I you know I'm good for it. I'll go ahead and write the check now. What do you wanna do for me? What can you do for me?
5: Yeah, no, nah, I don't think those, they don't fuck with black women like that. Cause if they did fuck with black women like that, I feel like they wouldn't be they doing would all the get fuck up. They would yeah, they would get checked more often than they do. It's like everybody else is checking them except people that are close to them. They don't fuck with black women like that. But even
3: if they were being checked, like it's it's I mean it's kinda like how I would feel if I was that rich. Be like, oh I'm doing this wrong. I'm just gonna go to the bank. Like I, I wouldn't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fucking all Like yo I'm, If you can check me all you want to I'm gonna check my bank account how about that
5: maybe, <laughs> maybe so I will also say this though At least from the different episodes That I've seen or at least these the earlier Episodes I don't know if They care about Rob as much as They care about each other So I wouldn't see them going up for him in that kind of way either well you
3: know rob and chloe had beef for a while right from what i from what i hear from all of this stuff that's happening now apparently rob and chloe had a beef for a little bit and they didn't talk for like a year
5: right i mean it totally i mean like just at different points they have berated him because he's not wherever they think he should be You know, he had graduated college. He was trying to get his business off the ground, but it wasn't popping. He's living in their houses and others are, you know, basically like being a mooch or whatever. And so, no, I don't think that they would risk themselves to pay somebody to whoop China.
3: There's, I don't... I mean, just... Just pay it through Rob's account. You know they have access to his accounts. Like pay pay the person through Rob's accounts. So if anything comes back, it's his fault. If they look down on him so much, make the shit his fault.
2: Well it is his fault.
5: Yeah,
3: I mean I mean I but, but make, make the payment make the payment his fault. So if it gets tracked back, don't look at me. I didn't do it. Oh,
2: you mean to have somebody beat her up? Yes. Oh, yeah, and then you know,
5: ain't nobody's bite. I still don't think that. I still don't think they would do that. I just don't. You know, they would hop on. You know, they might hop on Twitter. They might talk crazy. You know, but if no, anything, no, that's you got to get the you got to get the
3: Frankenberry looking like one. What is the one? Is,
5: is it Chloe? I
3: mean,
2: I know she has yeah. some work but she used to look like. Really, Frank you could say like that, <laughs> but I can't talk about tiny. She she looked like Frankenberry before all of the work. She looked like Frankenberry. I'm sorry. Okay, that's that's fine. Just be ready for the tiny clapback. It's gonna be real tiny. Stop oh that! God. You need to <laughs> leave Tiny alone. Tiny
3: ain't done shit to nobody. She doesn't deserve this from you.
2: Now that it's Chloe, I guess I don't fucking know. I don't watch the shows, and I don't give a damn. I don't,
3: I don't, I don't know them like that. But I, you know, I keep, I keep abreast of the scuttlebutt.
2: But yeah, nah. <laughs> this, he, I can see her people doing her things, but.
3: He took it way too far. He went after he, her.
2: He went after Ti. He went after Tiny.
3: Nigga, he went. Is the the one where he went after his mama? The, uh, is it, was that really a tweet of his? I don't
2: think so.
3: I because I because there was that. there was a tweet circulating. It was like my mama told me to stop, but uh, you know. uh, uh, She used to to fuck a dude named Caitlin so she can't tell me Anything like he's (laughs) Oh no I bet
5: that's fake I bet that's fake
3: I hope hope it's real like I'm sorry I hope it's real I hope it's not like One of those um those ones That people make up fake tweets from uh, Donald Trump and you know I've always said like bruh You have enough stuff From Donald Trump himself you don't really Have to make up anything um but I really hope that's real because that is that is just gold.
5: Yeah, but that's so mean though because I ain't got nothing to do. You know, Kaylin doesn't have anything to do with what the fuck is going on with him. He's just dragging <laughs> every. He's just pulling in everybody. That ain't, everybody. That ain't Fuck him. Nah. <laughs> see, he's said you. Nah, but see, he not, he nah.
3: Fuck at I this mean, point. But um,
2: dude, what? stand down no sir.
5: I mean no because I mean it'd be different if it was like it'd be different if this dude like got together with his mom uh no stop it would be different if <laughs> Caitlin it would be different if Caitlin had got with Chris Jenner mm-hmm. you know while Rob is 20 30 years old Caitlin has been in his life since he's been a young kid, Bruce I would think. And, guy, Caitlin is new, and so I don't think that he would pull. I, I don't think it's okay to pull him to pull her into it. Okay, I don't. I don't think that Rob would do that, or at least I don't think that uh, Rob considers Caitlin uh, to not be a parent at this point. So where he could just, you know, throw Caitlyn under the bus.
3: I got you. I, I understand that. And I, I'm looking on his profile, I don't see that I don't see that tweet, so it was fake. That sucks.
2: <laughs> so, um Yeah, there's a vegan restaurant called Imagine Vegan Cafe in uh Memphis. And uh according to local vegans uh, it was well regarded uh, or should they say it was well regarded but then I don't know if y'all have heard about hashtag butthole gate
3: <laughs> what
2: yeah butthole gate this is all coming from uh, @wonket.com by the way so you can go ahead and check it out when you get an opportunity um, but this is what happened a regular diner uh, at Imagine or Imagine Vegan Cafe, had a bad experience, so she left the review like people do, and it wasn't a mean review or anything. She didn't cuss them out. And she didn't say she was never fucking visiting again. She just wanted to let the na- the owners know that she found it, you know, kind of icky when she was eating her monkey grass salad with dirt dressing because you know, fuck vegan. Um and the owner's toddler child was running around the restaurant all naked with dirty feet and showing its butthole to whomever wanted to see it she also (laughs) didn't like it when the owner's other kid yodeled at her repeatedly while she was eating otherwise it was great really good imitation food would eat again just like next time you know hold the toddler butthole and the yodeling and everything will be great and the review reads like this. Two stars. Remember, a butthole is flash. Two stars. Vegans. Um, on the real, I eat here all the time. I still probably will because I like to go out and there are a few options available to me. But y'all listen. During my visit, a bare butt naked baby was running around, stood up on a table with its back with its black because they're so dirty feet and bent over to show me its butthole I wish I was exaggerating this is like while I'm eating and it's the owner's kids too an older kid came over and started yodeling and staring at me during my meal (coughs) I was so uncomfortable like I get it it's a family establishment and kids do weird things but Naked Baby was running around for like 15 minutes while all the workers stared at her and were just standing to the side laughing and talking over it. As for my food, I can heat up a tofurkey a sausage just as well in an under half the time. Again, two stars. Now... A normal restaurateur who knows how to run a business would see this, apologize profusely, and promise it'll never happen again. Maybe a gift certificate will be in the offering, you know, for a normal place, but that's not what happened here. Instead, the owners responded by lashing out at the reviewer in two posts which obviously have been recently deleted because obviously the reviewer hates children. Because if you don't want to eat lunch or dinner while mommy's little bundle of health code violations runs amok, <laughs> that means you hate kids and hate her kids specifically. So they clap back. Imagine Vegan Cafe. I am about to start calling out names and people, pictures of people who leave us bad reviews, especially when it deals with our children. You will no longer be allowed to come and dine at Imagine, especially when you lie about our babies. We do not need or want your business. Be our guest to go and eat at the other vegan restaurants down the street. This is going to be fun. You've thoroughly irritated Mama Bear. And we're starting with Chelsea Bartley, who's the person who only left a two-star review. Like, if they were clapping to me, it would have had to been for a one-star. For anyone who reads this and instantly is scared this might affect our business, I cannot begin to tell you how much we do not care. Haters are not welcome at Imagine. As you can imagine, there were 1 million comments and the thing was going viral with everyone tagging all their friends and loved ones and pastors and all that saying, oh my God, you got to see this. They were hashtagging, they forgetting about the thing they named, hashtag ButtholeGate. A few people were like, blow off the haters. But other people were asking, but if you don't want to have toddler butthole in your face when you're eating, does that really make you a hater? Like, really? Exactly. Mm. Scar, thoughts?
3: I, I'm, I'm 100% in one. I, I don't want to see nobody's ass while I'm eating, especially while I'm eating food that tastes like ass. Like, I, do, I absolutely... Yeah, that's not cool. And I've had a toddler, and I know toddler kind of do things like that. Um, so, I don't see this out of the realm of possibility that it might have happened. I'm just like, yo, if you... Well, okay, this is, this is, a, this is Trump's America where you, can, where you can clap back like this and people are supposed to be behind you because you shouldn't do this to your customers, period.
2: Well, Imagine Vegan Cafe then clapped back and said, thank you all for being so supportive and thank you Ashley Cooper for pointing out that our menu clearly states about the children. One of the reasons Imagine exists is to allow children to be children some people are so self-consumed they can't even understand that life does not revolve around them but
3: I don't want to eat with your child's ass in my face
2: the commenter's yeah. rebuttals could be summed up as no actually the menu you does not say dining room full of toddler buttholes <laughs> <laughs> but nice try though Carla Tucker came back and said I've never been here I just follow but it seems like a really negative place because of dramatic posts I wouldn't expect a business to behave this way. Weird and unprofessional. And Imagine Vegan Cafe came back and said, the awesome thing is we couldn't even begin to care about what you think. Wow. That's
3: that's, wow. A, that's a real shit. Like, you gotta have some, like, Ironclad relationships with people that still gonna come to your fucking restaurant after that. Like you must, your people must really love you, or you're just really
2: fucking vegan. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Imagine isn't about business or being professional. Their business isn't about business or being professional.
5: Wait, that's what they said.
2: Yes, imagine isn't about business or being professional. It's about saving animals and standing up for ones who can't stand up for themselves. In this case, our precious children. I am all about standing up to bullies who think their opinions are more important than animals and people. So please Wait, who the fuck is the bully us. here?
5: The person who actually said something that, who said that they didn't want, you know, oh toddler God. asshole in their food. That's uh, around their food. That's, that's who's the bully. The person who dared criticize is the bully
3: that's 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 the, the world that we ask what the fuck soft ass world do we live in just saying I, I don't want i don't want nobody's ass in my face while i'm eating my food is not bullying and mm. you know the the bully is the motherfucker who tried to clap back like that's you're you're bullying this lady. yes and, and you put angel putting her name on the street
2: I just want to point out two things. One, for those of y'all who are wondering, this has so far all been written by the the mama bear from Imagine Vegan. I imagine that the father, the business owner of Imagine Vegan, is behind her. Like, fuck.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no, baby, what did you do?
2: Why the fuck y'all get this motherfucker started? Secondly, secondly, I've dealt with a lot of asshole toddlers. But I swear to God, if I'm eating at a barbecue and I have to deal with a toddler's asshole, <laughs> it's going to be like that video of that white dude whose daughter got slapped at the party, and so he started slapping everybody at the party. I don't want to see your kid's butthole. I don't want to see your kid's butthole. I don't want to see your kid buttle at all. Nothing that has to do with yeah, the
3: work. Yeah, I'm sorry, but you're you're if if you own a business and you have your child at your business, that child should be wearing clothes. Period.
2: That child should I, be wearing I, a tuxedo and be serving for me.
3: real. <laughs> like, like, not, like your, child, your child should be your child should be wearing a ring bearer outfit at all times. All times. Oh,
2: And plus, it's unsafe to let your kid just run around. I know it's a vegan kitchen. I know they don't cook shit. I know it's not real anything. But it's still dangerous to let a toddler run around the kitchen. I'm about to have a fucking accident. Does nobody remember that? Hi, I'm Joe, and I'm about to get promoted. But I'm carrying this hot pot of grease, and a two year old with his butthole sticking out is running around the kitchen. And I'm about to have an accident.
3: Yeah, the only thing that that little nigga should be doing is bringing me ketchup packets on a pillow. Like it's the only, that's the only, it's the only job.
5: Like he's the ketchup bear. Yeah.
3: Like a compliment bear. Like, bring me, you know, bring me some ketchup. I, I mean, I, I don't think you can't you can't do mayonnaise there, unless they got some sort of vegan mayonnaise because you know, mayonnaise is. Right. Nice. Um, but yeah, I need some ketchup. I I, I need that little nigga to bring me that on a pillow like it it just it it pulled that that ring bearer uh, attire yes I need that to happen
2: (laughs) so then Imagine kept going and they said Christopher Imagine is not about money their business. is not about money. Why y'all get this motherfucking started? I know, I know the husband is sitting in the back like, just stop typing, baby. Just let it go. Just let it go. We don't give a fuck about your money. (laughs) This nigga got the Frozen song. Repeat behind him.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Sing it louder, kids. Let it go. (laughs)
2: Uh, We couldn't begin no let me start from the beginning Christopher imagine is not about money and we couldn't <laughs> even begin to care about losing business over it yeah
3: wow. like
2: anyone six- who would not dine at our restaurant because they possibly because their oh their grammar is horrible because there could possibly be a naked baby it's not someone we want to serve anyway they are not about saving animals. They are about themselves.
5: Like, what does a naked baby have to do with animals? Like, because that doesn't make any
2: do sense. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> would you like some?
3: Would you like some truffle butter with your, oh, with your, with
2: your meal? That's you. Right. That's right. Fuck all y'all selfish motherfuckers who think restaurants should have quaint things like standards. Imagine Vegan Cafe is about saving animals and letting children run around with dirty feet and showing everyone their butthole. Sure, it's a business in the sense that it takes money and makes a profit and has to pay taxes and has to be inspected by the health department on a regular basis. But that's just fascist capitalism gone wild. Why do you hate animals and toddler buttholes and insisting yodeling? Besides, their kids are being totally normal, even if they were taking local diners to butthole Town against their will. <laughs> Let's just stop and really think about the fact that this dude <laughs> used the phrase taking local diners to butthole McYodeltown. But oh, that what just happened. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> shit, what home McYotto Town? Oh shit, and this is Memphis. Okay. Besides, okay, so then Imagine Vegan Cafe Okay, I, I lost y'all for a minute.
3: hold on. I, I missed the la- I missed the last about minute.
2: Then Imagine Vegan Cafe came back and said, Amber, we have a twenty-one month old who was potty training. And occasionally will run around without a diaper on. There is nothing in the world wrong with this. In cities across America, it is becoming legal for grown women to walk around topless. And just about any time you turn on the TV, you'll see some sort of naked adult. No one has a problem with this, but people lose their minds over a baby. And she was also leaving a negative comment because our five-year-old was trying to talk to her. God forbid a child is being friendly. I am typically a very nice person, and I let a lot of stuff go on the restaurant industry, but I am at the point where I don't care what people think. Again, I will reiterate the point I said before. I don't care if I'm not being professional. My children come before this restaurant. No, the fuck they don't.
3: (laughs) Yeah, you know what this sounds like? White people. Grand opening, grand closing. Like somebody, like so the health inspector is gonna show up real soon, and like, it's about to be all the problems because th- it sounds like this is the type of person that's gonna double down and gonna have the child ass naked in the restaurant all the time, right? And, the, like, and
1: yeah,
3: and the health inspector is just gonna show up and it's gonna be like, word, that's how you get down, and, and just, just put and, and put that red ass stamp across that uh, across that piece of paper, and you out of here, be.
5: Yeah, I don't know. She's really this person is like super duper extreme because yes, kids, you know, toddlers, if you're being potty trained, they will drop everything and take it all off and run around and everything. But the whole thing is the person, the commenter, said that the baby was running around for 15 minutes.
2: And climbed up on the table and bent over and showed off her butthole.
5: Right, so it's not like the baby bolted, you know, it's like it's one thing if it's like oh, we're trying to potty train the baby, we're just letting it kind of just do its thing, and then the baby bolts out into the dining area and then is running around, and then here's comes somebody chasing after the baby, coming to get it apologizing, sorry folks, oh, we're trying to potty train, and then run back it was like the baby had free reign
2: and a free so- butthole
3: <laughs> yeah, and, and if the baby is potty training, I don't think that that baby is, um, has complete control over their functions while they're potty training. So, while I'm being showed a butthole, um, there are things that could happen.
2: Like a nose can come out of it. A brown finger.
3: (laughs) In the big, in the big brown shark game.
2: (laughs) Now, um, after the first uh, thread went viral, the restaurant started a new thread uh, to, yeah, no, they didn't apologize for being such dicks who were probably only acting like that because their stomachs are crying out for a fucking steak. No, they started a new thread to explain why they were right and why the person who left a mean review was a liar who sucks. Imagine Vegan Cafe said, to clarify what happened with this bad review, this is what happened. They're mad when you put what happened twice. See what had happened was. (laughs) We have a one-year-old child who has just discovered she can undo the Velcro on her diaper. She is also currently potty training. One day last week, she got out of my husband and my sight, took off her diaper, and ran across the restaurant. She was quickly apprehended and redressed. (laughs) Someone decided that it was necessary to leave a very nasty review about it. Not only about it, but our five-year-old who was trying to say hello to her and she was very uncomfortable and offended. This irritated the heck right out of me because we clearly stayed on our menu that children could be around in the restaurant. I called her out for it and she apparently didn't like it. Now trolls and others are finding it necessary to bash a restaurant they've never been to. And then You they deleted made
3: this that worse. You made everything worse.
2: Yeah. Uh, here's my thought. I don't know how vegan places work because it's fucking gross. Like, seriously. Um, but if your kid is potty training, isn't that something you do at home? like shouldn't your kid be overdressed to make sure they can't get to the velcro on their diaper like why you got your kid right you know what it sounds like this sounds like something that they would call us in for like the cops will be there shutting this whole block down if a black kid was running around with just a pamper on running around the restaurant while music is playing in the background this ain't cool it's not official and I don't care what you say your kid was trying to say if she says the kid was yodeling he was either talking too loud or was making her really uncomfortable.
3: Apologize. But 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 even even though I mean the the review still wasn't mean spirited. Nope. No. Like it was it no, there was, it was nothing wasn't. there was nothing mean about she what, what she, she, she actually back. wrote. Yeah. But see I see here's the thing. If I knew I was going to say all that, I wouldn't have put my name on
2: it. You have to.
3: No, 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 no. I wouldn't have put my name on it.
2: You have to. I,
3: no, 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 no. <laughs> if 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 I was going to say all of this and I knew I would be back, I I would well, it wouldn't be my real name.
2: Well, it was a Google review, so you have to.
3: My Google name is Scarfinger Hoodrich. Like it's not like they check this shit.
2: That is true. <laughs>
3: It's been like that since the beginning. My Google name is Scarfinger Hoodridge. But again,
2: like, she gave them two stars. Yeah. That's that's like a little bit below average. Because your kid's butthole was out at the table.
5: Yeah. I mean, all she had to do was just say, you know, one, she could have completely ignored the review.
1: Mm-hmm. She
5: could have just let it go. Or she could have just said... I'm sorry you didn't have a good time and kind of, you know, whatever kind of apology she could have came up with and then kind of let it go. This is the thing that I don't think people understand when they like fly off the handle in these type of situations. It's like you like, it's like Scar said, she's made it worse. She could have if she had just stood down, just let it go we wouldn't be talking about this right now. Yeah, it wouldn't all be she, a whole all
3: story. All she, to, all she had to do was say, oh, that's my bad. She, um, you know, she's potty training. She got loose from us for a second. We got it, but obviously not fast enough. My bad, yo. And it would have been done. Because she already said she was coming back. If you, all you, all you need is a my bad, yo.
2: I think that the overwhelming thing that we should learn from this is that Imagine vegan cafe is run by a bunch of buttholes. Correct, or at least, or, or at least two. <laughs> I'm sure the <laughs> husband is rocking back and forth in the corner like. Why?
3: No, it's, it's he's singing. He's singing all of the song.
2: I wish I
3: wasn't. Like he is like all in everything. Like he is like. Why am I with this lady? She crazy as hell. Um, I, I would really like a steak right now, but this whole vegan shit was her idea. Like, he is probably going through all of that.
2: Now all that it. we're done, Everybody. what are you thinking?
3: Look, Can like here's look. A, here's here's the worst part about here's the worst part about uh, the 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 whole vegan thing. As disgusting as it is, they can't even have turkey bacon, dog. Yeah. And turkey bacon tastes like belts. Like I said before, mm. like turkey base, bacon Let's tastes like honest. flavor. Let's be honest, turkey belts.
2: bacon does not taste like belts. It tastes like bad feelings and sadness and toe blisters.
3: <laughs> that, should, that should taste like what you what you would think the gout tastes like.
2: It tastes like empty <laughs> hammers. Like hairstyle <laughs> looks.
3: It t- It tastes like how LeBron James feet look.
5: Oh wow, wow. Okay, well, wait, but wait. But I think I think it's funny that you guys are like putting the whole like vegan thing on her. But as far as like my is well not my personal situation, but I knew people from were vegan, and it was vegan. I'm not totally not, but it it it's yeah, a different. If so, it, it's so, a, no, so, it's a different. You still so keep coming to their defense, though. No, what I'm saying is that it was the dude. Who was the one who was pro-vegan, and later on, in different situations, it was the the wife who was trying to get a you know get to red meat and everything because he was hardcore vegan. So maybe this this restaurant dude could be the the hardcore vegan, and she's just out there you know being gung ho with it too.
3: Out of the two of them, which one do you think goes the hardest for this vegan shit?
2: I, I don't right think it's it. him. I I think
5: it's no I say it's no telling. That's I say it's no telling because I know dudes who go real hard with the vegan shit and the woman is kind of just like, Oh yeah, I'm doing it, but uh, I don't
3: know. Nah, it's it sounds like she has sex with trees. Like it's really sounds like
5: Maybe maybe they're having like a group thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I think tree. these
3: people, these people get together and have sex with nature. Like it was a it was a Facebook video last week about people like rolling around in dirt, coming and shit. Like it's really weird. <laughs> I, I mean, I've seen it.
2: I'm just saying. She sounds like he sounds like he's really a vegan. She just sounds like an asshole. Yes. Who became a vegan? and is mm-hmm. now like a super saiyan bitch I like an asshole who becomes a vegan like if you're already an asshole and then you become a vegan that just takes to a whole nother level cause you can't eat meat anymore and meat is what keeps you normal I'm making all of this up but it sounds correct <laughs> as hell. meat keeps you on the level Batman Wild, <laughs> Spin the Beats, this single time we cast.
7: Let him die, dead, black hippie. We don't give a fuck. Hell nah, nigga. This conglomerate's so Cool right? we can freeze L.A., nigga. Black hippie. Kendrick Lamar. I tell him like this. Ring the alarm, awake to a bomb You ain't a rapper, you Elton John Holdin' your jaw I got a dot of in the Louis Vuitton That's big bread, the chickens are flying flax when I come Part of a song, have drunk stuck in the palm Light matches underwater while embracing the storm I'm cool and I'm calm, laid back, smoking a fall Socking the shit out of niggas till I'm breaking my arm
6: Up in my soul, two blunts, couple patrol 45 on me, shoot you if you fuck with me, wrong No homo, pause. that's your life when it's gone Flatline, you don't put your life in the song I never drove a fast
7: car, I almost ran over Tracy Chapman She said drive slow, I said fuck off Fab so what's up y'all, other than your subpar Above all, I'm a heaven gate, above Oh, fucking crazy! and every time we in the store we cook that chunk that was that best crowd. Yeah, homie, this is what we do. Three one, no shit. Three two, three bitch. Welcome no. to the soup where we cook that chunk that was that best crowd. Yeah, homie, this is what we do. Three two, three
6: shit. Three one, no be. Black hip yeah, is the bag full, the bag empty. Spunt it all at the car lot, then crash quickly. I'm trying to come with enough power to pass 50. I'm talking 50 bill, you niggas don't fit the bill. You niggas don't keep it real, you fake as Pamela's
7: titties. I pound kitty, they hit the club with dogs with me. Tan polos, no socks, chopped dickies. Tan cool, no top, bumping biggie. Blowing sticky, before the group been a hippie. Nitty 50, all blue, real creepy. Big money, long stocks, I ask Pippi. Mask on. One side, I gets busy I smoke blacks, relax, and watch Walt Disney Talk squares, pacing circles until I'm dizzy Speaking of Disney, fantasies, I had many I used to hate on Mickey Mouse, cause he had many Anyway, every time we in the stew We cook that, chuck that, what's
0: that, that's crap
7: Yeah, homie, this is what we do 3-1-0 no shit, 3-2-3, three, three, bitch oh, oh, nigga, welcome to the zoo Where we cook oh, that, what we do? Three, two, three, shit. Three, one, no B. Not final. Made enough, richer than Lionel. Fucking bitches on my job. Coming harder than Rhino. Breaking the spinal. Lay back, never vinyl. Navigation on the
6: scopes. Easy to find. find you and I'm right behind you Lay back, puffing the blunt Got on my lap, constantly talking shit I'ma dump, your homies actin' charged up They can still get jumped. Take your chain, ask the push. for all you punks. punks However you want,
7: whenever you want You all can get it, contagious massive, mad syphilis, blazing. it's God-giffin' This die over death sentences, flow hot Plus the beat knock, like Jay witnesses Tell them I killed the witnesses witness Skip it this 20 Christmases, itching a blow Like 20 bitches with mouths that need a dick in it Wow, I ran rap for half a mile. And got tired, laid down, and realized that I was lying. Fuck crazy. <laughs> and every time we in the stool, we cooked the worst on hip hop.com. Yeah, homie, this is what we do. 3 1 0 shit, 323, bitch. Uh, Ow, oh, nigga, welcome to the soup where we cook that chop, what's that? That's crap. Yeah, homie, this is what we do. 323 shit, one 0 B.
2: What's going on, everyone? It's Justin from the Three Fifths Podcast, and you're listening to the Single Simulcast.
8: It's 9 a.m. Type of poison. Like that incense. Sit on the toilet, son. The Rossi got me smelling like I'm dead inside. I'm stanking up the bathroom with nothing to hide. Gotta go, flush to come out. Okay, do on the same damn clothes I wore yesterday. We yeah. got some niggas coming down from out of town, see town. They too. wanna meet me halfway at the nut tree, but I'm oh. starving, so, so I'm, starving. I'm charging. Yeah. Fifteen five for the margarine, a one guilla tightly packed, seventeen five for the Gucci wrap. Strike. Strike to the spot, right with I. Yeah. My nine millimeter wetter the broad that be holding my D, she loves me. Long as I keep picking her down properly. Sitting low in my cut, not like a failure. In front of baby's house, straight talking on the cell, yeah. That's like, Bring me out a unit, a birdie, a cake. With the mess before it's too late. Penitentiary time, drastic, drastic. Here she comes with a key load in the baby basket. Huh. Gotta play your course right. Gang tight, can't be slipping in the night. Damn right, I'll smart the pow pals. Known to the marks the don't nails. You gotta <laughs> outsmart the po You know, you gotta do that shit dumb. Be walk to that dumb. <laughs> outsmart the po-po's. Motherfuckers always fucking with us. You gotta <laughs> outsmart the po-po's. They love fucking with us niggeros. You gotta <laughs> outsmart the cow pos Check it out. I wear cheap clothes. Pants be sagging, sagging. I'm not boozy and I don't drive a do wagon. That's right. Really? Gotta grip and I don't be bragging, can't be lagging. Gotta keep stacking. I keeps me a strap in case I. I gotta shoot a sip in his face up. It's better to be caught with than without. Just motherfuckers who love it if they heard that I was taking out. Singers in the summertime, rallies in the winter. Riding with a light skin, big booty tender. Harassing motherfuckers, I don't cow shit. Trying to put a stop to my revenue. The potholes, I dislike em. hate them crooked ass. Top- to make it vital, yeah. But you know that I know the powpows would love for a nigga to even attempt to act black. That's why you gotta outsmart yeah, the powpows. Yeah, motherfuckers gotta do that stuff. Outsmart the powpows. All they want you to do is get aggressive. You know what I'm saying? Outsmart the powpows. Yeah, I got my partner to let you to be on the other side of me. Yeah, he's gonna let you know about I'll story that the story that went down pow-pows. with him. Yeah, check this part out, you Spit that shit, baby. It's Saturday night into the nightclub. Yeah. I got Tangaree juice in the green bud. Tacked on the freeway doing 50, y'all. 50, A y'all. brand new thing, looking nifty, y'all. Nifty, y'all. And then I take some swaps. Yeah. And add the motherfucking gin to the same bottle. Right. Roll me a switch and put the ounce in the back. Then what? I keep it in the trunk right next to the gas What they do that? jack, but can't fuck with me. What you got? An overjuice bottle and a little old doomy. What they gotta kiss? Cops better kiss my ass for a nigga like legitimate yeah. blast. I'll swap the pow pals. You know, that's what a motherfucker gotta do. I'll swap the pow pows all they wanna do is ice They let her put a nigga on ice, you know? I'll smart the pow pals. They're known to the boxes that don't know. You gotta, I'll smart the pow pals. Fuck the five the pow pals, and the metro. I'm on a, you know. Hi. I'll smart your motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What's like that, dude? Mm-hmm. E40, 1992, 92. Just for you. Me and then the click crew. Hi. Do. They can't fuck with me
3: says bang bang boogie hey, Yeah,
2: and he bang bang boogied because his girlfriend was actually in the club too
3: see that's why he wanted the keys to his car <laughs> yeah Akon totally ruined that song that was a nice song
2: it wasn't a nice song
3: it was a nice song it was about hey I like her a lot I met a nice lady she's a bartender everything's great
2: you make it sound really nice the way you're saying it but it's not a nice oh. song
3: no if you listen to the words of the song other than the fact that he said he broke he broke up with his girl so he went to the club just trying to find somebody and he ended up talking to the bartender and they hit it off and they, they were having a nice time until Akon fucked everything up because he wanted the keys to my car so he can go fuck some chick in the club that he met in the club and but it, really really oh
2: wasn't akon saving his life because obviously he's been sitting there talking to the bartender and getting free drinks all this time he can't drive akon's being a friend uh, no he's not being a good friend bang bang
5: boogie no <laughs> he's not being a good friend because he's ruining the song yes
2: oh okay bang bang <laughs> bang bang boogie dip and i'll see you tomorrow uh single simulcast 151 uh shante fat man scar me um so barney's which is a really high level store uh for those of y'all like me who don't shop uh now you know barney's is like up there like it's not i guess it's fifth avenue level um, is Barney's
3: the one that, that had beef with Jay-Z
2: at, at some point don't fucking know okay Barney's however which is again up there it's not, it's bigger than Nordstrom's. I know that um Barney's is selling Prada's paper clip shaped money clip which is the sterling silver spitting image of something that you probably have on your desk and if you have a spare one hundred and eighty-five dollars laying around and a serious lack like of creativity, uh, you can buy a paperclip-shaped money clip, which Barney's is selling for one hundred and eighty-five dollars. That's the whole story. That's it. Yeah, no.
3: But I mean, there's. I mean, I mean, someone made a million dollar. Uh, iPhone app that somebody somebody bought and it didn't really do anything.
2: Yeah, I mean we've read about how places make collard greens and sell them for what was it? Yes, eighty five dollars. Yeah,
5: I think that was Neiman Marcus. I think. Yeah. I don't know. Get it how you live.
2: I, I'm just saying. I'm going to start sporting a paperclip, and I'm telling people that. I have a paper clip. Nordstrom sold a me leather me. rock, priced of eighty five dollars. A leather wrapped rock.
3: <laughs> yeah, and then there was the 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 one place that was selling the uh, uh, dirty looking jeans. There, I was like, really? Like you you you're selling jeans that look dirty?
2: Yeah, because you know people want to look like they work hard without working hard for it. Uh, it was Nordstrom. Nordstrom. Nordstrom's trying to do all that stuff. But uh, I am just saying, if you see me walking around with a paperclip, it's it's fashion sense.
3: I, I don't I don't I don't get fashion at all. I mean, I'm not one of these. I'm not one of these young people that really care about such things. Um, I, I don't I don't get it at all. Like, I, why would why would I want why would I want to spend all that money on a paperclip? Like, seriously.
2: It's a paperclip. I don't know, but for this dude right here, I hope he didn't get a paperclip so we could save that money for bail. One Minnesota man learned the hard way that the coveted "get out of free, get out of jail free" card doesn't actually get you out of jail. I heard about this. When he tried to use the actual board game piece to get out of being arrested, it didn't work, but it made a great viral Facebook post. The Dakota County Sheriff's Office said he presented the card when he tried to get out of being booked on an outstanding warrant. They say he was actually carrying the card in case he was taken into custody.
3: (laughs) I have no idea why this is so hilarious. Like he actually carried the card with him like
2: this is this is going to help me. And somewhere there's a Monopoly game that's never playing right the way that it's supposed to because the Get Out of Jail Free card is missing.
3: Yeah. But isn't there two of them yeah. in the deck? Like you still yeah. got one. You still got one
2: left. You be alright <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't think it's gonna be all right. Kind of. Like- hold
3: on, wait 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 hold on, wait let's let's go back for a second. Those, those dirty jeans are $425. White people.
2: I can't see no black folks buying that shit. Maybe Kanye.
3: No, Kanye sells clothes that look like they're dirty. Like, look, here's the problem. The, the problem that I have with all of this Kanye design shit, like, Kanye... Really convinced niggas that the hottest shoes in the game look like they're made out of burlap. Like, <laughs> how how the fuck did he pull that off? Like these, sh- like, and I know people who own these shoes, and I'm like, how the fuck did you get conned into buying burlap?
2: He didn't get conned. He got conedied. <laughs> huh, huh, huh. You see how bad it sounds when you do that? The huh part. Hmm. You, was-
3: I mean, you were supposed to do that earlier
2: it was a bad joke when I said it perfect so <sighs> boy I'm never ever ever going to unsee this a uh, Zizang man arrived at the hospital late one night last week with a swollen penis stuck inside of a wrench <laughs> leaving both doctors and firefighters at a loss for what to do Fortunately, dentists knew just a thing to free his manhood. The 37-year-old man was brought into the hospital in Linhai City at 9.30 p.m. on June 2nd with his penis turning purple after being trapped inside of the wrench for over 15 hours. Immediately, the hospital convened an emergency meeting among specialists to figure out a suitable plan of action. Doctors decided that in order to release the wrench from the man's penis, they would have to cut off blood flow to his genitals through surgery. In order to carry out the operation, doctors needed the permission of the man's family. They made multiple calls to the man's parents who said they would come in to sign over their consent but never showed. So doctors went on to plan B and reached out to the local firefighting squad. However, after closely inspecting the situation, the firefighters were also at a loss on how to remove the wrench without seriously injuring the man. Luckily, at this point, one doctor suggested they call in some dentists, explaining that earlier that afternoon she had listened to a lecture regarding a similar case. Two dentists soon showed up and went to work with a dental drill that spins extremely fast but uses water to keep itself cool preventing the man's genitals from getting burned. Following a delicate 30-minute operation, the dentist successfully cut through the wrench and freed the poor man's manhood after it had been trapped for some 17 hours in total. Reports fail to state exactly how the wrench got on there in the first place, though it is mentioned that the man is a bachelor. (sighs) Dang
3: Okay, so two things. One, you dick fit in a wrench,
2: in the small part of the wrench too. I thought, yeah, that I'm, I,
3: like, yeah, that I'm looking that. at the picture. Yeah, I thought, yeah, I was thinking like, why don't you just release the clamp? No, he stuck it in the hole. Um, so first of all, your dick fit in the hole, S- damn dude. Um, second of all, like it would have just been so much easier if you would have just bought a pocket pussy or a flashlight or something. Like they don't have any of that shit in 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 China. It's China,
0: right?
3: Hmm. Yes, it's China. You can't. Buy, you can't buy a pocket pussy in China. I'm pretty sure they will be giving out pocket pussies by the dozen because you. You know they got a like a restriction on how many kids and shit you can have because they got too many fucking people. But like, yo, you should get a government sponsored pocket pussy in order to take care of this. But your dick fit in the wrench? How? I'm I, I'm 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 just trying to think about the logistics. Like,
5: how, how does? Well, some like, people just have small penises, you know. Shit, I I still don't understand the logic of. I don't understand how you think that once you get it in there, there's going to be some type of pleasure that you can get from it. That's what I, I guess I didn't understand. It just seems like it's just cold and. Metal on your dick that just doesn't sound pleasing. So I don't. I don't. Well, I
3: mean, for that. for for a flashlight, they tell you that you should soak it in um, soak it in the hot water makes it warm enough. That type of thing. Um, maybe he did that, so it wasn't as cold. You know. No.
5: Right, but it's only but it's only on a a small part of his uh of his dick. I would think that a fl- I mean a flashlight covers everything to mimic the feeling of a vagina or whatever. You know, so this whole thing where you just have it's like you have like a cock ring on. It's just it doesn't make any sense. It's just it's, hanging out. But but, that's, but I, I,
3: that's I mean obviously obviously it fit. So I mean we're not we're we're not really talking about how small it must be for it to fit there. Maybe it's that short.
2: Mm. Wow. Conversation's kind of making my dick hurt.
5: This is all. All of this is all sad.
2: No, it was just
3: making they me just, think. Of, it's just making me think of my flashlight. Um,
2: I don't have a flashlight. I don't need one, but I'm just saying. It's, I,
3: I've, I've had one for years.
2: Hmm. I don't
3: use it. The cleanup is too. It's, it's too much for the cleanup, so I never use it. But speaking, I've, I've, I have.
2: One. Speaking of cleanup. Naples, Florida police arrested Summer Adamson after a routine traffic stop after officers noticed that she had heroin syringes on her vehicle's floor and other illegal substances in her possession. After getting Mrs. Adamson to the jail for booking on the minor drug charges, things got weird when once Ms Adamson was advised she would have to complete a strip search before entering her cell. While officers were administrating the strip search, Miss Adamson pulled the plastic bag out of her butthole and began to eat the bag and the contents inside of the bag.
3: Oh, my God.
2: Police yeah. were able to stop her and discovered that the contents of the butthole bag contained meth. She's has oh gone, Oh, my
3: God. I can't. I'm, oh, my God. I'm looking at her picture. Oh, my God. I don't like, know whether that's. I don't like, know whether that's just. I don't know whether that's just uh, lesions on her face, or is that shit? Like at, at this point, I don't know.
2: I'm just saying. Like you have to be pretty down and out to grab a bag out your butthole and.
1: Oh my god!
3: Eat it. Oh. Mm. oh. Can we go to the
2: next story, please? I could, but do you really want to know it? Okay, fine. Next story An emergency crew rushed to a Virginia home to free a girl from a folding couch on Wednesday. (coughs) It seemed like a very odd call. I wanted to see what was going on, Colonial Heights Fire Chief A.G. Moore told the news. I'd never. Wait a minute, that's here! near Richmond. That's here. The young caller told police that another child was stuck inside of a sofa. When I arrived at the home, the medic unit was already there, Chief Moore said. When the chief opened the home, when the chief entered the home sunroom, he said he saw emergency crews assessing the situation. The chief was told the two girls, approximately 12 years of age, were playing hide and seek. During the game, one of the girls got folded into a sleeper sofa. Her friend was not strong enough to get her back out.
3: That's literally the mystery from here.
2: It's a situation where those sofa beds can be awkward and heavy to begin with. When you have a child in there, it takes a lot to pull her out with the additional weight. After confirming the child was simply folded into the sofa and not stuck on any metal pieces, it took emergency crews about two minutes to free the child firefighters stayed around to speak with the girls parents when they came home to let them know what happened and everyone was okay don't try this at home chief Moore advised pick another spot to play hide and seek the first thing that went through my head when I read this was well 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 what the fuck is this hide and seek on the sofa bed you better start talking before I flip oh. the mattress and put this motherfucker down, <laughs> yeah,
5: <That's- laughs> no. I was thinking, I was thinking. Becky, you oh. better
3: start talking and start talking right, goddamn now.
2: Trapped in a couch bed, <laughs> seven o'clock in the morning, and the rays from the sun wake me up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Shantae what were you saying?
5: No, I was thinking of Crooklyn. You know, when uh, the little girl goes to visit her, whoever it is, down south, and her aunt has like a little dog, and they can't find the little dog, until finally they open up the sofa bed, and the little dog is dead, and it flies out the sofa bed when they open it up and everything. That's what I was thinking of. Yep. Was Yeah. Queenie. R.I.P. Queenie.
2: Always a queenie never a kingy i'm just saying dog life matter in movies i don't know scar you had told me that you wanted to get out of here before midnight so go ahead and do your shout outs um
3: man just shout out to you for uh well shout out to y'all for having me on um I, it, it's been a while since i've been on the show i can't even remember the last time i was on weird um but yeah, shout out to y'all for having me on Shout out to everybody that's listening uh, To the uh, the Patreon supporters um, uh, We You know, we appreciate doing this stuff For you, and we glad, we're glad we glad That, you know, the few of you That are so far are, are Willing to put some down on you. And, you know, so we can Keep making more stuff, and we can do better things In the future, we appreciate you
2: Now, Scar, I know you don't actually Listen to the show too much
3: Mm-hmm.
2: so uh
3: i I'm like way behind I'm, yeah I'm we're, like way
2: behind. after the break we're gonna get into the next chapter in the book of lies um if you want you can stick around I know it's late night out there though so like,
3: how, about how much longer you got
2: <laughs> it depends uh if you've never heard the book of lies it it always depends on what fuckery.
3: Okay. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think about the cut because I got to put
2: poop in bed. Yeah, it all depends I, on what fuckery Rachel all comes up with.
3: Oh, that's what you're reading? Yeah,
2: fuck that yeah. bitch.
5: Yeah, more or <laughs> less. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah,
2: <laughs> more or less. Alright, man. Um, Alright. We appreciate you. Thank you for stopping by. Uh, Fat Man Wild, spin the beats. We'll be right back. This single simulcast.
0: Ready to go
3: Time you fucking a deaf bitch, not as well fucking her here too. It ain't like she gonna use me anything else. Don't forget to listen to single simulcast for her, cause she can't.
6: I was born running with the baton. Now I'm known as the young intellectual dawn. Until I'm gone where I'm from the real, don't get along. With the fake, look me in the face, house of the storm, you don't want long. No beef could never hurt me. I'll be on my Eastern bowl. They call turkey firstly. It's the double launch your monster taking haunting. Constant chest of your cautious. so be cautious. If the coffin, we leave the corpses. The causes of the coffin is the broken closet. Skeletons in my closet. Tomorrow's never promised. Never mind it because we immortals regardless. Real G's moving signers, like my designer. Intertwined with the timeless. Divine higher powered. I was dipping in the ghost minor Sitting on my throne, overlooking my empire. Uh uh. Resurrection, the real, you niggas fake Never second guessing my kill, so choose your fate Cause I'm born when with the baton The ticket, Tom Bomb, nigga, better ring the alarm uh-huh. no, 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 no. Resurrection, the real, you niggas fake Never second guessing my kill, so choose your fate Cause I'm born when with the baton The ticket, Tom Bomb, nigga, better ring the alarm uh-huh. So keep it spinning, this But up the pictures, don't wish that partner These niggas, imposters. we moving like the monsters One force move, I'm sleeping
8: with the lights.
6: Uh, keep me spinning this jocka, riskin' uh, the Don't wish that partner. These niggas impossible. We it like the monsters. One force move, ever sleep the winter. It's the. All-American badass, who you mad at? They ain't have to ask that Attack with the backlash, where's my cash at? Running on through Nasdaq, strapping my backpack Going off the neck. dope boy in the Cadillac Having flashbacks, wish a nigga would clap back Healing with the blackjack, or through a back. I snap with the rats, I make them bring the whole track back Niggas get smacked with the willow When I drop, it's all killing, no filler So you better not... Make a wrong move, nigga. I personally deliver each shot that won't miss ya. And when it hits ya, it's no warning. We bombarding me and my squadron. If you want it, get your army. We dropping bombs calmly. This is no party. Any scraps left, we just feed them to the zombies. Never for the sun, I die for my brethren. This is a stick-up, Ocean's 47. Ring the alarm for all you want not get in. Bring the alarm for all you wanna get in. Never for the sun, I die for my brethren. This is a stick-up, Ocean's 47. Ring the alarm. For what you want get it? We need a for what you want get it Ring the alarm, we ain't keeping it calm Need a reason to see the door Break the leash and I'm off Was hungry when I started More ravenous is out your she Causing hazardous, inflicting damages I can't recall uh, Richest spirit when I broke some laws I'm breaking even with my pros against all the uh. odds Made my words cut deep, you gon' need some gauze And that alcohol, we only going bar for bar You know I blacked out, they bring the track out I laid a smack down Remember nights nice on the dirty mattress in the trap house I snapped out and flipped it around the where I'm at now Living legend finally back up on the map now Resurrection no real, let's bring it back It ain't even about the bars, they bumpin' whatever slaps sound. Uh. All I hear is the rapping on my soundcloud Sick of the trash out, this is the crackdown. town Little boy, don't back shot, we're up. Big Michael thing you get, Captain America East Coast regime, La Costa no my team supreme yeah. Tip for the sun, I die for my brethren This is the stick up, 0647. 47 Ring the alarm for war you wanna get in Ring the alarm for war you wanna get in
5: That was was Simply Sensational. Single Single simulcast will surely
2: surface
0: beautifully.
8: Bitches.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everybody. You are listening to Single Simulcast. My name is John Cushman of the
3: Cushman Chronicles. This is a podcast where I fight the forces of resistance in his... Okay, I gotta go. Cushman Chronicles.
2: Hi, this is your man, Jeremy, from the Crown of Collars
8: podcast. And you are listening to Single Simulcast with my man Rashani and Shantae
2: Fabulous, your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster. And I'm your favorite podcaster. So that should be your favorite podcaster, because I'm your fave, fave, and your fave's fave. Check them out on Single Simulcast. And check out Crown of Collars.
3: Find wherever you can find great podcasts and the CSPN network.
2: Look, when you say mute, you're gonna I'm mute, do not talk. Just oh, shut the
6: fuck. I'm mute. I'm, I'm muting Rashani. Shut, I'm shut the fuck up. I'm muting. You okay, hear how Tyrone is
2: quiet? That means he
6: shut the fuck up.
8: Uh, no, I'm, I'm muted right now. Nigga,
2: y'all need to mute. <laughs> y'all muted now. <laughs> Clearly, y'all ain't muted because y'all talking. <laughs> Punk ass Nick man. Because, about to mute Look Alright for real this time I'm, I'm gonna mute now Could y'all mute For real? For real? Oh okay Cool So um, Karen okay, Wait what did you say? Nigga <laughs> so, so, I, I thought she said I thought she said something Motherfucker what? I'm, Okay I'm, mute. I'm going back to mute. I'm going back to mute now Okay We good?
6: Fuck you <laughs>
2: okay, so now that these two. Fight fuck boys are done and they're muted, we're gonna go ahead, we're gonna push record, we're gonna go. Awesome. Shut the fuck up! Okay, so. <laughs> I hate these niggas so much right now. Okay. So, Karen?
1: Yes?
2: Single simulcast episode 251. Fat Man and Shantae are in the building now. Scar uh, had to put uh, Pooh out of bed. Um, 916-572-9016. We are now on chapter 11 of the book of lies. Um, how many chapters did we say was in this book?
5: 30. Damn it! Thirty, like we are. I thought maybe I said it was like the end of the year. Maybe is that's what it. Maybe that's what it is. Is when it's supposed to be over, or I don't know. I don't know. I thought I had did the math of how many weeks we had left earlier. You know, a few episodes ago, but we
2: got a while. It feels like one of those you think you know, but you really have no idea, sort of things. because um, we. Uh, yeah, I'm um, okay. Chapter 11 is called uh, The Million Man March. While serving as county commissioner, Larry, and uh, should we go through all of the backstory of Larry and Ruth mom and dad? Uh, yeah. Okay. Larry
5: and Ruth parents, and then there's yeah josh is her brother but who knows where josh is right now because it seems like he's fallen off and then she has four
2: esther isaiah i feel like there's one more there
5: There is one more but i can't think i don't i would have never been able to pull their names out but then there's four adopted uh black Slash biracial because I think one of them is biracial, Mm -hmm. uh, siblings that are much younger than she is. Apparently, like she's like 20 something
2: during this, yeah. And you know, did I mention that I saw that she was married during this time? Hmm. Like, I don't know, I did,
5: yeah. I don't know. We, you for anybody who's just started to listen uh you never know how old she is when she's talking as far as in the uh in the book or yeah you just never know how old she's supposed to be because she writes herself it sounds like she's younger than what she really is but then when you think about the time of the things that she's referencing it would make her much older than what she may be trying to make herself sound like but whatever
2: while serving as county commissioner, Larry traveled to Washington, D.C. to attend the National Prayer Breakfast, an annual event that celebrates the importance of prayer and faith in our lives. And there he met Merle Morgan. When Merle told him he was looking for help with the Fine Art Greeting Card Company, he, re- he ran with his wife, Adita Von... Really? Adita Von Ursler Gleichen. Does she have to put pick- Anita Adidas I'm just going to call her Adidas Adidas. She ran He ran with his wife Adidas Uh, Larry mentioned that I was a budding artist And might be available to work as an assistant The two of them worked out a deal The exact details of which I was never privy to That involved me working for the Morgans And staying with them at their home in Arlington, Virginia For two months when I was 17 I was excited to learn about the business side of art publishing from someone who had managed to create a successful career for herself doing it. Turning watercolors she made of well-known Washington monuments and buildings into calendars, posters, and greeting cards, Adidas had become especially popular with politicians on Capitol Hill. The focus of my artwork at the time was mixed-media collage. Living in an area where good paints were impossible to buy, I relied on a variety of other materials, thread, recycled paper, animal skins, whatever I could find. I entered my best pieces in competitions at the county fair. Grand champions earned $5, blue ribbons $2, and reds $1. But even though I won plenty of ribbons, this income stream never added up to very much. I was looking forward to seeing how Adidas made a living as an artist, but when I arrived in D.C., I discovered that my role wouldn't be limited to the art publishing business, but also included being a nanny and a cook. So she was a slave. Again. (laughs) Some days, I delivered greeting cards to the offices of senators and members of Congress, but I was just as likely to be asked to entertain the Morgans' four little kids. Fuck. Living in a community full of rich white people for the first time in my life, I felt like a second-class citizen. I was the help. Despite the hard work and long hours I once had to work 23 hours in a row, I loved being in D.C. and longed to see and do as much as I possibly could while I was there. Unfortunately, the only time I managed to get out of the Morgans house was to deliver greeting cards with Merle or to help Adidas with the shopping. While I've been educating my younger siblings about black history and culture. Yeah, that's the other thing. Okay,
5: wait. She's making it sound like this is in 95. (laughs) Mm hmm she's saying she's 17 mm-hmm. now i did the math cuz or she she's saying the, she's referencing the million man march the million man march happened in 1995 mm-hmm. she is saying she's 17
1: mm-hmm.
5: uh, she was born in 1977 that would you know possibly make her 17 going on 18 cuz that's mm-hmm. if you do the math that's what you get and now she's talking about taking care of her four siblings but she was talking about in the last chapter talking about her four siblings and that was in the 2000s and she was in her 20s or whatever Mm -hmm. so this is this is back to what I was saying as far as the time frame is concerned as far as when she's jumping back and forth you never know how old she is whenever she's referencing things even though but when you think when you do the math it's just like well girl what are you talking about
2: it gets worse while I've been educating my younger siblings about black history and culture The name of one university kept popping up in my research. When you consider the many fine historically black colleges and universities in the United States, Howard University always comes at or near the top of the list. Its alumni directory reads like a who's who of the world's best and brightest in law with Vernon Jordan and Thurgood Marshall. Literature uh, with Ta-Nehisi Coates, Zora Neale Hurston, and Toni Morrison. Politics, Stokely Carmichael, David Dinkins, and Andrew Young. Music, Puffy, who didn't graduate. Um, Roberta Flack and Crystal Waters. Really? Really, Crystal Waters? Really? Is she really supposed to be on that list? Wait. Puffy, Roberta Flack, and Crystal Waters. I am yeah. literally racking my brain right now trying to think of that one song Crystal Waters made.
5: Is that the... da, da, de, da, de, da. that da? That her? might be her. Just like you and me.
2: But she's homeless. I'm about to find out.
5: Dancing for money. Oh my god. But I don't understand why... See, this is what's weird about her her stuff, her writing and everything. What this sounds like... Is she googled What well, is it Howard right She googled Howard university graduates Or alumni or whatever And then just listed some people off Because she's bringing up um, oh, Tana nehisi Tana Coates if, if I said his name wrong I'm sorry But I don't think that he is that old Mm-mm to be referencing him if she's referencing him in the con- in the time frame that she's trying you know oh, no. as far as how she's trying to reference him
2: no that's the other thing that we should point out to new listeners is that she just says shit to say shit like to fill up the, the word count she just says shit which is why in the next voice or in the next uh, sentence and by the way Crystal Waters songs were 100% pure love and gypsy uh-huh. women la da di la di da Okay. Not good enough to be next to Puffy and Roberta Flack, in my opinion. Um, And acting, Anthony Anderson, Ossie Davis, and Taraji P Henson.
5: Yeah, she's just uh -uh. no, she like she googled or she opened up she opened up, up some like alumni something, some flyer mailer or whatever, and just copied some names. Like It sounds like an 8th grade uh, report and they're just naming people.
2: (laughs) In a speech given to Howard's graduating class on May 7, 2016 President Barack Obama called the university a centerpiece of African American intellectual life and a central part of our larger American story. He continued, this institution has been the home of many firsts the first black nobel peace prize winner the first black supreme court justice but its mission has been to ensure that those first were not the last countless scholars professionals artists and leaders from every field received their training here the generations of men and women who walked through this yard helped reform our government cure disease grow a black middle class advance civil rights shape our culture for anyone as interested in the black experience as I'd become, how could I possibly take a trip to Washington, D.C. without visiting the campus of Howard University? But when I expressed my desire to spend an afternoon there, the Morgans noticeably cringed. Oh, we can't let you go there, Merle said. It's in a very dangerous area. He described it as being in an inner city neighborhood code language that meant black, poor, and violent. You know what I'm really tired of? And we're only 11 chapters in. It's gonna get worse. I'm really tired of her being the paragon saint of white people. Mm -hmm. Like, literally everywhere she goes, every step she takes, she's running into racist white people. Every single step she's taking, every single conversation she's had with her grandparents, with her mom and dad, with friends from church, With whoever it may be, and now with Merlin Adidas, she's running into racist white people or white people with miscomings or white people with reservations or something like that. And she's just pure and clean. And I just want to point out again, racism, you are not born with racism. You are taught racism. And if she's grown up among all this racism all this time, you can't tell me she hasn't picked some of it up
5: exactly that's what makes that's what makes this so this is just it's another thing that makes this messed up because you can tell that she is not some it doesn't sound like you know she's not saying like oh i i learned these things from my parents i realized that you know i i learned other things that make me question what i what they told me and i changed my mind and it took work and all this different kind of stuff it's just like she's you know, experiencing this stuff but not being phased by it because she's already you know she loves black people and blackness and whatever you know she's just out here unfazed by what she's interacting with
2: and yet every other sentence just sounds like she's reading from a how to sound like an ally guidebook like she's not really living this she's just saying this Because it sounds good. Like this is what's going to, yeah, that's going to get them on my side. If I tell them that everywhere that I turned there were racists while I was protecting these four black babies who everybody thought was unruly and wild except for me and my parents called them a gang, but I didn't agree with them and I taught them black culture because nobody else was telling them, yeah, that'll make them have my back. This is despicable. Like seriously. Seriously. Every time I read about her interacting with another white person, I'm like, how the fuck did these white people sign off on this book? Every name that she put in this book has a sign off on this book. has to said that they're okay with their name being in this book. She is literally dragging everybody else in the mud so she can stand on their backs and look taller. Coming from Northwest Montana... Coming from Northwest Montana, I wasn't intimidated by the idea of venturing into so-called bad neighborhoods. Where I grew up, you took your life in your own hands every time you wandered off the beaten path in the fall. Hunters would drink beer and drive their trucks into the mountains to road hunt, looking for something, anything to shoot. When Merle told me that he couldn't let me venture into a bad neighborhood all by myself... What he was really saying was that I was a white girl and therefore I shouldn't visit parts of town that were predominantly black. That's the other thing. Her just assuming. What he was really saying was this. I knew what he was saying was this. I'm going to show you every chapter that I'm the smartest person in the room and I can read people's emotions and feelings and know exactly what they're saying. It's, it's, it's. When what he was really saying was that I was a white girl and therefore shouldn't visit parts of town that are predominantly black. That he may have been more concerned about my gender than the color of my skin didn't take the sting out of his comment. His attitude was in keeping with the times. A verdict had recently been announced in the O.J. Simpson murder trial, and the racial tension it dredged up still lingered. She's about to talk about this now. For its entire 10 months. The trial shined a spotlight on the country's racial dysfunction. The case was so divisive, President Bill Clinton was briefed on what sort of security measures would be put up in place should this verdict incite riots. Amongst this racially charged climate, Louis Farrakhan, the leader of the Nation of Islam, urged black men from all over the country to come to D.C. and gather on the National Mall on October 16, 1995, for what would become known as the Million Man March. The event's keynote speaker, Farrakhan spoke for two hours to one of the largest gatherings of black people in American history. Some of black America's most influential figures, including Maya Angelou, Rosa Parks, Martin Luther King Jr. III, Cornel West, Jesse Jackson, Stevie Wonder, who couldn't see what was going on, and Marion Barry also spoke that day. (laughs)
5: <laughs> i was muted and i was laughing but i'd unmute myself
2: <laughs> I, I shouldn't have I, like really like stevie didn't do shit like he, he didn't see that pot shot coming um in the many speeches that were given over the course of the 10 hour long event several themes emerged namely atonement reconciliation and responsibility The audience responded by by exhibiting an unprecedented display of unity and love. Men from every part of the country and all walks of life could be seen hugging, laughing, and crying. Towards the end of the day, Minister Farrakhan asked members of the audience to pledge to take responsibility for their own actions and an active role in improving the black community. In the immediate aftermath of the march, nearly 2 million black men registered to vote, And the NAACP enjoyed a surge in membership. The march received attention from news outlets around the world, and in words and images, they relayed the almost church-like atmosphere that prevailed during the gathering. There was no smoking or drinking. Not a single fight took place. No one got arrested. Everyone cleaned up after themselves. Many of the attendees fasted. Others spent most of their day, much of their time, praying. When reflecting on that historic day, many of those who attended the event described having gotten goosebumps. <laughs> I, really do. I am absolutely certain. That i I'm, I know it's a strong word, but you're going to say it too, I swear. Let me say this again. While reflecting on that historic day, many of those who attended the event described having gotten goosebumps. Sadly... I never got to experience that feeling myself.
5: <laughs> After she jibber jabbered on about it. <laughs> she said
2: all that to say I wasn't there, but here's what happened.
5: <laughs> she, this, but this just goes back to like her this is it's like a book report or something. Like she got the, the you know, the the children's version, you know, or the, the the junior high version of what happened at the Million Man March that lists off all the people that were there and how they felt and all this different kind of stuff and who talked, and how long, and all that and then, and sadly I wasn't there.
2: It wasn't sad at all. I Niggas mean, was, was push her out the way hella quick. <sighs> During dinner with the Morgans the night before the march, I voiced my intention of going downtown the next day to join the event even if that meant observing from the fringes. As upset as I've been about not getting to see Howard University, I've been given a second chance to be involved with a uniquely black experience, and I felt compelled to participate and support it somehow. Again, I've been given a second chance to be involved with a uniquely black experience, and I felt compelled to be involved in it.
5: I was told by Apple Care that I could hang out with the black people. <laughs> like I don't I don't get it. Like I well for one I don't get it. Well ugh, well, this seems like peak white woman mm-hmm. because I because what I remember and maybe I'm wrong what I remember about the whole thing about the million man march is that they 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 understood if women came but really preferred it to just be men just that's what I remember and now I could be completely wrong about it but it seemed like it was supposed to be a bonding moment an atonement moment for black men so for her to be like well I'm going this is my shot you know <laughs> it's very kind of like peak white woman that she doesn't even realize that she probably shouldn't be there or it's not for her you know to like you can support from your house or whatever I don't know <laughs> I don't know I don't know I don't know what she thought was supposed to happen. I just, but it definitely makes me think of, you know, I was told by Apple care.
2: I was hungry to be a part of something that was bold and beautiful, something revolutionary, something historic, simply hearing Maya Angelou or Rosa Parks speak would have been a dream fulfilled. So in her mind, she closed her eyes and saw in big sparkling letters like the Dream Girls logo. In big <laughs> sparkling letters. The Million Man March. And Rachel. <laughs> I was gonna be on the fringes if not in it completely. I was gonna bounce with the blacks. She's like the fucking Forrest Gump of all black actions. She's always there. <laughs> My enthusiasm had little effect on the Morgans, those racists. Adidas just sighed and shrugged her shoulders, as if to say she wanted no part in the discussion. Merle did most of the talking, telling me he simply couldn't allow me to go because he and his wife were responsible for my safety and they were scared of the trouble such a gathering might cause. Sequestered in this way, I escaped into the pages of any books I could get my hands on. Having gained an appreciation for books about black history and culture while reading to my siblings, I now gravitated towards them on my own. Reading the, reading the autobiography of Miss Jane Pittman provided me with some much-needed solace. Because the narrator is a 110-year-old black woman, I would never know what it was like to walk in her shoes. But I still could relate to aspects of her struggle Okay. I certainly wasn't enslaved, as Miss Pittman had been as a little girl. But it wouldn't have been too much of a stretch to call me an indentured servant to the Morgans and to Larry and Ruthann before them.
5: Yuck! That's so yuck. Oh, see, this is poor. This is Pete. This is Pete. I'm telling I don't understand how this woman runs around and says that she is a black woman saying like peak white women white people things because one of those things and you know whenever people start to talk about um, you know the, the black people that were enslaved they try to relate it to indentured servants as if it's on the same level you know or kind of in the same wheelhouse and it's just like it's not it's not and no she's no she's she, I don't understand how she thinks that she's no no she's no this is peak white woman stuff right here to to relate to say I was out my you know I don't know what it's like to be enslaved but I'm not that far from being an indentured servant like that's on no fuck out of here
2: I was dependent upon them for the food I ate and the bed I slept in and if I quit working before I fulfilled my obligation to them, I'd have no way of getting home. Larry wasn't buying my return plane ticket until Merle paid him for my services, and Merle wasn't paying Larry until I had done my time. Miss Pittman's plight and her perseverance and her perseverance resonated with me. I knew what it was like to be a child and have to work as hard as an adult, and how it felt to be used and abused she is so she wants so badly to say i know what it was like to work like a slave
5: i mean that's what it sounds that's what it sounds like and th- but then at the same time it feels shitty uh, criticizing her because after you know cuz obviously in the previous chapters and everything if some of that holds true her family mistreated her her mm-hmm. parents mistreated her you know and expected her to do things that they never expected uh, the older son to do and she has an e- internalized that and everything, and that's shitty. It's just, but it's just so much more when she's trying to relate it to the black experience. You know, her black experience, with her black experience in like huge, giant quotes. Like, just, mm-mm, no. No, that is, no, peak white woman stuff nope
2: I also understood the pain that comes with being treated like less than a full human being Mm-mm. mostly Mm-mm. on the basis of my gender rather than my perceived race and the fortitude required to fight this sort of injustice Is is can I can I talk again about how i mean racism white women saying that they feel like they've been treated like a slave because they're ladies that's not really a fair assessment to me and and again i'm i'm saying this stuttering because i'm i'm really trying to think of my thoughts while i'm saying them um is it like is is that a is that a is that a fair assessment to say like that this white woman uh felt like she wasn't treated like a full human being because she was a woman
5: i see i think there are times where women can be treated inhumanely I think, you know, especially like right now with the situations with people, you know, with people in Congress or, you know, this and that trying to defund Planned Parenthood, trying to make it harder for women to get birth control, trying to make it harder for them to basically just live their human life, you know, to function. It's just that what she's talking about doesn't seem to fit that. And it also, it feels like she's using buzzwords and phrases to relate her situation to it rather than just speaking on her situation just here's you know like to say well i know what it's like to not be treated like a human being which i feel like is automatically going to make you think of how black people were not treated as human beings and so you you have to she's trying to get you to, to, to make that leap constantly with the things that she says, whether she's uh, talking about blacks, Black people specifically, or as she kind of veers into language that is, um, that seems like it's used for uh, LGBTQ people for those, for, the, for their situations. She's kind of just trying to drive you down that road to get, you to, under, to get you to think that this is where she is too. And I, bleh, yuck.
2: At the end of this book, when Ms. Pittman joined the civil rights movement and dedicated herself to fighting for social justice, I knew that's what I wanted to do in my own life someday. A more academic but no less influential book I read while living with the Morgans was Beyond Charity. The Call to Christian Community Development, which I found in the Christian bookstore in Libby before I left. It appealed to me because it addressed the two most important aspects of my life, religion and race. The book argued that the current approach taken by those considered to be good Christians, mostly white, when addressing the plight of disadvantaged communities, mostly black, had failed. It took the wraps off the sort of cheap Christian charity I was all too familiar with, and showed how flawed and outdated the model of the white savior rescuing the noble black savage was. It also encourages readers to go beyond giving sympathy themp- giving sympathy, and, yes, charity, asking them to do the kind of meaningful, hands-on work that might lead to actual change. Beyond Charity was written by Dr. John Perkins, an older black man who had been raised by sharecroppers in New Hebron, Mississippi, where poverty and racial injustice were the predominant features of every black, every, nearly every black person's life. After a police officer shot and killed his older brother, Clyde, 17-year-old Perkins fled to California, vowing never to return to Mississippi. But in 1960, soon after his son Spencer convinced him to start going to church, he converted to Christianity and returned to his home state where, along with his wife, Vera May, he founded a Christian community development ministry. Yeah, have you ever seen Family Guy?
5: Uh, different episodes, but not not a lot.
2: Well, you don't have to see a lot; it sucks. But still, um, this book is the literary version of Family Guy. Where it, for for me, Family Guy always felt like it was uh, words that just led to one offshoot punchline joke, where they fade into a memory into another offshoot joke where they will fade into a memory and then they go back to the main story before they fade it into another memory. You know what I'm saying? Okay. This book feels like that. Like she's just fading from one off topic to another off topic. Uh so then she can trace more of her story. I am actually before we go any further, I am curious to know if she's going to talk about how she sued Howard
5: Yeah, I don't know. I wonder. I wonder if she will. What I'm—it's so strange. I guess, like what I what I've been criticizing for her for is how it doesn't seem like she's talking about her awakening or whatever, like her change as far as her mind is concerned since she is growing up around all these racist people and everything. And yet it seems like this is what she's trying to get across. But since she's been talking about herself throughout the whole book, it just does, It just seems like this is just almost par for the course. It just seems like this is, of course she would have done this. Of course she would have picked up this book. Of course she would have felt like this because she's been talking about Teaching her brothers and sisters about black history, about wanting to be an African princess, about, you know, feeling some kind of way whenever people, you know, are talk- doing microaggressions and all this different stuff. It just mm-mm. she it she just keeps it just it just seems like she keeps trying to put herself in a, uh, a positive light.
0: Mm hmm.
2: After nearly three decades of ministry work that saw the creation of several health centers, thrift stores, and churches, as well as numerous programs, including adult education and leadership development, and at least one daycare center and cooperative farm, Perkins formed the Christian Community Development Association, a network of Christians from across America committed to following the example of reconciliation provided by Jesus Christ. By moving to and living in some of the poorest neighborhoods in the country, they hoped to break down any barriers that might have existed between themselves and neighbors. Perkins was also active in the civil rights movement. On February 7, 1970, he was arrested while taking part in a protest march in Mendenhall, Mississippi, and taken to the Rankin County Jail, where the white sheriff beat him so badly a mop had to be used to clean his blood off the floor. When his family visited him in the jail... His 14-year-old daughter, Joni, took one look at her bloodied and beaten father and shouted, I hate white people. I'll never like them before running out of the room. The experience left an equally big impression on his 16-year-old son, Spencer, who would go on to devote his life to reconciling the racial divide in the United States. He believed that the solution to the country's race problems would not come through the law, but through religion. And to that end, he encouraged churches to become more inclusive Embracing people of all races. Spencer didn't just talk the talk. For more than a decade, he lived in an intentional Christian community called Antioch. Where white and black families lived side by side. Pulled their wages into a single bank account. And shared all their meals. Living one house over from Spencer at Antioch was Chris Rice. A white man and the son of Christian missionaries. By the way, we're, we're three pages into this. Together... The two men directed Reconcilers Fellowship in Jackson, Mississippi, served as co-editors of Reconcilers Magazine, and traveled the nation preaching about reconciliation. They also co-authored More Than Equals, Racial Healing for the Sake of the Gospel, another influential book I read during my time with the Morgans. Reading More Than Equals was a thrilling experience for me. It laid out a clear vision of the practical yet powerful work that could be done to heal the racial divide the authors proposed that in absence of making reparations, white people should move back to cities they fled decades earlier during the white flight era. As black people in the South moved to northern cities during the great migration of the first half of the 20th century, white people responded by embarking on a migration of their own, fleeing inner inner cities in favor of the suburbs. Their ample resources and the city's attention to public services left with them. Rice and Perkins suggested that the white people who returned could share their financial resources with the surrounding community and create a world where blacks and whites could live together in peace and harmony, enjoying the equal amount of privilege. <laughs> while, living, sorry, while living on the East Coast, it wasn't hard for me to see that, while the Civil Rights Movement might have accomplished the goal of giving black Americans equal access to jobs and schools, it didn't guarantee equitable treatment for them. Anytime I left the house, I could see the difference between equality and equity and what sort of impact that had on people's lives. And it inspired me to want to help the black community realize economic and social justice. My admiration for this book helped me in another unexpected way. When I finally finished all the coursework necessary to graduate from high school and it was time for me to figure out where I wanted to go to college, my decision was easy. Even though I applied to 13 different schools, all neatly listed on an Excel spreadsheet I made, one stood out from the rest. Bell Haven College in Jackson, Mississippi, had friendly and personable instructors and a stellar art, art department. It was also a Christian school, so Larry and Ruth Dan could have no complaints about my decision. But most importantly for me... Dr. John Perkins and his son Spencer both lived in Jackson. Chapter 12 is called Haven College. Wow. So she's planning on going up there and stalking the fuck out of some black folks she read
5: a book from. I guess so. I mean, like, I don't... Her storytelling ability is so low (laughs) because it began with this whole thing of being with these people and the Million Man March and now it's her uh choosing this college I just I guess but then it's like well when is she choosing this college because I thought she was you know she's 17 uh With these people. In Washington D.C. So I guess she only stayed. I guess did I miss how long she was supposed to be staying there. And. Because it almost sounds like she was just. Going to be there for a while. And so it's almost. I'm expecting her to be making the decision. There about where she wants to go to school. But it almost sounds like she's back home. Making the decision where she wants to go to school. And finishing high school and everything. So I, I don't know. Her shit is confusing.
2: Very. No, maybe
5: just... somebody listening has more uh, can explain it. Or yeah. maybe it'll make sense to them as far as uh, what's going on. As far as time and stuff. As far as the, the the chronological order of events. The way they're happening in this chapter.
2: We okay. will understand it better by and by. No, okay, just (laughs) feeling the spirit. Um, shout outs. Uh,
5: yep. Shout out to everybody who listens, shares the show, rocking with us on Patreon. Uh, You know, you're appreciated.
2: Yeah, I mean that that really sums up damn near everything I was gonna say. I mean, I, I. this just been a, a roller coaster. It's just been really nice. And we really do appreciate it. Um, um, and Angela, uh, let us know what you think about this one. I know that you were uh, on the hashtag. You were discussing the book of lies and how much you loved uh, Shantae's huffing and puffing through it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know... Uh, let us know what you think um, We'll have to get together And for the Patreon members Remember we're doing a QA. and uh, a We're supposed to do one This month uh, I'll talk with Shantae about getting a date put together And then we'll go ahead and get that done Um But all in all This book ain't gonna stop y'all And we thank y'all for listening And we want to know what you think about it So let us know Uh SScast is the hashtag that you will use on Twitter. Uh if you're reading or listening to the show and you have something you want to say, we usually get right back at you, regardless, but then we can find it again later on. Um nine one six five seven two nine zero one six is the voicemail number, and single simulcast at gmail.com is the email address. Um it's single simulcast episode two fifty-one. Um yeah. Batman Wilds been the beats. Y'all be good. Thanks so much for listening. Peace.
5: Bye.
0: Yeah, I want to love
7: going on y'all this is shane paul neal aka the light-skinned spy from uh this week in blackness having a great time with the dudes from single simulcast uh appreciate y'all
4: streets so barren since the evening colors flash before my eyes I feel like a child so young and new in 92 I listened to what my father said keep all your dreams keep standing tall if you are strong you cannot fall There is a voice inside I saw, so smile when you care. This used to feel so far and free now these broken souls are all i see this have fallen to our side we may cry alone i feel we know where all of this is headed but my mama said keep on Inside I saw, so smart